Welcome to the Bigger Pockets Money Podcast, show number 74. Once you learn how to get the leads, which is as important as doing the closing itself, right? These signing services are best way of free lead gen just because you live by the location. But the point I'm trying to make is, you know, it's all about lead generation. So if you're asking me how many signings you can do, that's just based upon how many hours you can fit in a day. It's time for a new American dream, one that doesn't involve working in a cubicle for 40 years, barely scraping by. Whether you're looking to get your financial house in order, invest the money you already have, or discover new paths for wealth creation, you're in the right place. This show is for anyone who has money or wants more. This is the Bigger Pockets Money Podcast. How's it going, everybody? I'm Scott Trench. I'm here with my co-host, Miss Mindy Jensen. How are you doing today, Mindy? Scott, I'm doing pretty good. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Today's show is going to be a little bit of a departure from our normal interview style format, but I think that uh, you, the listeners, are going to like it anyways. Today, we're going to interview Mark Wills from LoanSigningSystem.com to learn about a concept of becoming a signing agent and a notary and how that can be one of the maybe better potential side hustles that we've come across so far, you and I. Yeah. You know, every mortgage needs a signing agent and a signing agent is somebody, it's a notary. You have to be a notary uh, who is familiar with mortgage documents. This is a neutral third party who walks you through, walks the borrower through the documents, showing them where to sign an initial and date and yada, yada. Because if you don't get every single thing right, you can hold up loan funding. But what I really like about this concept is the low cost of entry into a fairly high demand field. You can literally be set up and ready to rock in under a thousand dollars. And, you know, that's, I think that's so important because I don't want to present side hustles or, you know, ways to make additional income that are going to cost you a lot of money. When I first got my real estate license, it was something like $3,000 before I started making any money. That's a huge amount of money, but here you go for less than $1,000. Uh, Mark will give you, you know, some of the information, some of the things that you need to set up a signing company. And it's like, you need a printer and some pens. I've got a billion pens in my house. Yeah. I mean, the, just the barrier to entry is so low. It just seems almost like a no brainer. Yeah. And, and Mark is really an expert in understanding what it takes to kind of get it break into this field and how to get, you know, enter into it and then potentially scale it up. Uh, and he has a lot of experience dealing with folks that are trying to do this nationwide. So we're privileged to have him on the show today. Interest rates are sky high in 2023 and buying a rental property means you could get stuck with an eight, nine or 10% mortgage rate. But what about a 2.99% rate with rent to retirement? Rent to Retirement has 2.99% seller financing available on turnkey properties. You heard that right. That's a seller financed 2.99% interest rate with an average cash flow of over $900 per month. Plus, they've got options where you can put as little as 5% down with no PMI. As the nation's leading turnkey investment company, Rent to Retirement helps investors build headache-free, high cash flow rental portfolios. And since their properties are fully turnkey, newly built or renovated, leased and managed, anyone can invest, even those who aren't into landlording. So what are you waiting for? This 2.99% rate deal won't last long. To learn more, visit renttoretirement.com. That's renttoretirement.com. Or text REI to 33777. Again, text REI to 33777. This show is sponsored by Airbnb. Did you know that I turned one of my first homes into an Airbnb? It's true. 
And it even helped me get the extra income I needed to launch my real estate career. So if you want to try your hand at making even more income with your property, Airbnb is the place to be. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. When it comes to financial guidance, you got to trust the source. It's why you listen to this podcast. When Mindy and I want to upgrade our wallets, we turn to NerdWallet. Scott's right. Their expert team of nerds dives into the details to help you find smarter financial products. Before NerdWallet, Mindy and I were paying for vacations in cash, missing out on miles, and not even knowing what we're leaving on the table. But now we're flying through the skies for free, thanks to our new cards with more miles and upgrades than ever. So if you want more travel rewards, hotel upgrades, or airport lounge access, no matter where you go next, let NerdWallet help you make it happen with a killer travel card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval, and terms of each credit card issuer apply. Mark Wills, welcome to the Bigger Pockets Money Podcast. How are you today? Oh my gosh, I'm like uber, uber excited to be here. Thank you so much. But yeah, super, super excited. I am super excited to have you. Uh, a little bit of backstory, Scott. I met Mark at the Traffic and Conversion Summit a couple of weeks or months ago in San Diego. I was talking to Nick Loper and Mark comes up and this like just massive ball of energy. And I'm like, wait, 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 what is it you do? And he told me about, he has a company that teaches people how to be a signing agent. And I'm not going to tell you how to do this because I'm not the expert. That's why we brought Mark on the show. Mark, what is a signing agent? Great question. So a notary signing agent is when a notary public is hired to, at the end of the loan transaction process. So every single home buyer or refinancer has to sign their loan documents. And when their loan documents are being signed, it has to be signed in front of a notary. But a notary who understands loan documents and mortgage documents is called a signing agent. So a notary signing agent signs mortgage paperwork for buyers and refinancers on every mortgage transaction. Okay. And so do you have to be a notary to be a signing agent? So the only requirement, literally the only requirement to be a signing agent is to be a notary public. And that's frankly almost the easiest part because 75% of states in this country require nothing more than application to be a notary. Like you literally, like you're applying for a credit card, you would send an application in and they do a background check. And if you pass the background check, then your state issues you a commission. And then there's about 25% of states that actually require a course which is super easy. Um, the state of California is the, the longest of those as we can imagine. And you just have to pass a little 30 question quiz. But yeah, and so being the notary is the only requirement being a signing agent and it's super duper easy to be a notary. And uh, once you get your notary commission, you just got to learn how to walk a borrower through a set of loan documents. That's it. So is the signing agent actually explaining the documents? By law, we're not allowed to explain anything. That's the loan officer's job. That's the real estate agent's job. We're not selling the product. All we're doing is guiding the borrowers through the loan documents where they need a date, sign, and initial, which essentially is a contract between the lender and the borrower, you know, paying back the mortgage terms. And so a signing agent says, look, man, you need to sign here, initial here, date here. This form is blank. You need to fill out this form. So a signing agent just guides the borrower. There's zero selling because the selling's already been done by the lender, um, which is actually against the law for us to explain anything. Our job is to guide a borrower through the documents as an impartial third witness to the transaction. Okay. So Mark, how did you become a signing agent? How did you get into this whole 
thing. I mean, did you lay in bed at night as you were six and be like, oh, I hope I get to be a signing agent when I grow up? No, great question. <laughs> I kind of tripped into it. You know, there's not any crazy story outside of that. You know, I had a friend who said, Mark, there's a notaries who know how to walk borrowers through loan documents can get paid up to $150 for an appointment. And from there, I just kind of dove into it. You know, I had friends who were in the mortgage industry and I'm like, wow, is this true? You know, can a notary really make $150 per signing appointment? And once I found out it was legitimate, you know, and now what I, I call it the best kept secret in real estate is once I found out these notaries were going around town signing loan documents and that was true, I was like, I'm all in. So I'm a kind of guy who's once I'm into something, I'm all in and I just kind of figured it out on my own and took a couple of years to really get me to where I am. But yeah, I mean, there's nothing outside of just once I heard about it, I needed to know more about it. Okay. So how long does a signing take? You're saying I can make $150. Is that like a five hour signing? Yeah. Great question. So the actual appointment with the bar, when you're sitting down at the bar, we're at the closing table, it takes roughly an hour to sign the loan documents. Cause once again, we're not there to sell the product that's already been sold. We're just in there saying, ma'am, sir, you need to sign here, date their initial here. So it takes roughly about an hour, maybe an hour and a half as you get better. Obviously that time goes down less, but what I will say and why one of the main reasons signing agents exist is for the benefit of the borrower, meaning that, you know, not all borrowers can go to the title company or the escrow company. They need a notary to come to their house. So there is some travel time to get to the borrower's location, sign the docs, and then travel back to the location to return the document. So when you're actually sitting with the borrower, it's legitimately an hour, hour and 15. But sometimes, you know, it'll be a 20 minute drive time to the borrower's location, 20 minutes back. So, you know, all in all, I mean, it should be about a three hour round trip appointment and you can make anywhere between 75 to $200 for that signing appointment. Wow. Crazy. You right? pay- <laughs> yeah, no, this, <laughs> can you do this when you have a full-time job? The answer is absolutely. And, and you know, Banks don't lend to people who don't have jobs. Fair enough. Like a bank's not saying you get a loan, uh, even though you don't have a job. And point is that most people work, right? So when um, the point I'm trying to make is most people only have time to sign paperwork, uh, the paperwork after they get off of work, which is evenings and weekends. So most signing appointments are evenings and weekends, meaning if you have a full-time job during the week, you're obviously available evenings and weekends too, because that's when borrowers are off of work, ready and available to sign loan documents. So even if you're, is that when most of your signings are? Most of your signings are evenings and weekends? Yeah, 100%. And what I was about to allude to is even if you're a full-time signing agent, most of your appointments are evening and weekends for the exact same reason I just said. So even if you were to be a full-time signing agent, it's not like all of a sudden you're eight to five is crazy busy. You know, the reason that we exist and the reason that like one of the reasons we exist is to make it convenient for the, the homeowner. You know what? I can't take time off of work today. Uh, so someone's going to come to my house at 730 because I put my kids down at seven. And I can sign my paperwork 7.30 to 8.30 tonight. So that literally happens thousands of times a night, every single night in this country, where a notary is just throwing in some loan docs in their car, driving away and knocking out a loan signing. Okay, so the reason that I wanted to have you on this show is because this sounds like such an easy way to make a few extra dollars. And, you know, one of the things that we talk about on this show so many times is financial independence. And a lot of people discover the concept of financial independence from a position of debt. And if you're making $200, even if you do this like one closing a night, that's $1,000 a week that you could throw at your debt. That's $4,000 a month that you could throw at your debt. Now, do you just say, I want to be a signing agent and then boom, you're a signing agent? Yes. I mean, well, literally, if you have a notary (laughs) commission and you learn the skill set, you're a signing agent. 
I think what maybe you're alluding to a little bit, you know, is, you know, how do you get signing appointments? And and there's different ways of getting signing appointments. You can either get it directly through mortgage officers, real estate agents. The most popular way of getting signings is through something called a signing service. So once again, I always call this the best kept secret in real estate because there's so many moving parts that people don't know about. And there's a huge industry, which are called signing services. And what signing services exist for, it's by placing signing agents at signing appointments that are predetermined. So for instance, an escrow officer or title officer would call up a signing service and say, hey, I have a two o'clock appointment in downtown Denver. I need a signing agent there at two. Can you find one for me? So the onus of finding the notary is actually off the escrow title officer's plate. It's onto a company or a service called a signing service. And their job is to get the signing agent. So if you get located through signing services, which is the most popular, which is kind of like an Uber format where the signing service will find a notary that's closest to the borrower's house. That should make some logical sense, right? It's not like they're finding a, a signing agent that happens to be like 80 miles from the borrower's location. You know, they're searching signing agents that live as close to the location as possible. So if you're a signing agent who lives near the location, you get the first ping and offer for the business. And that's the most popular way of getting business in our industry, along with knowing a real estate agent who's a friend who has a closing or a mortgage officer or a transaction coordinator. So once you become a signing agent, it's just now trying to figure out how to get the business. And there's many different avenues of getting it. And so um, if someone's hearing this for the first time, there's you know, a handful of different avenues that you can get business like just like that. Can I decline th- those appointments? If I've got them, if I'm busy that night, I want to go to the ball game or go on a date or whatever it is. <laughs> no, great question, man. And the answer is yes. <laughs> and that's actually the best part about our industry. You know, people always ask me, Mark, can, is there really business for everybody? Right. There's that. I always get that question. And because of your question, Scott, the answer is yes. See, if you say, I'm not going to do a signing tonight by default, they need to locate the next signing agent who would be available to ask. So not everyone's always going to be available for that signing appointment. Does that make sense? So maybe you're not even at a ball game. Maybe you're at another appointment or maybe your appointment starts in an hour and the signing service or the escrow officer, or the mortgage officer is like, Hey Scott, can you do a five? You're like, Hey man, I'm already headed my way to a five thirty. I can't do it. So because it's almost like an on-call business, if that makes sense, So the reason that there truly is kind of business for everybody is for the sheer fact that you may not be available. And if you're not available next, (laughs) you know what I mean? Yep. So how much notice are you typically given that there's a job coming up? Uh, You can be as short as 30 minutes, as long as two days, because once again, it's on the borrower schedule. So a loan officer will call escrow and be like, Hey, my borrower is available tomorrow at 3 PM. You need to get a notary out there at three. Or it could be like, oh my, okay, my borrower just called me up 25 minutes ago, told me they're get, they get lunch at 1230 and they have child's play at night. So they only can sign at 1230 to 130 at their office. So you need to get a notary. Like that's literally how it goes down. And so that could be a scenario or it could be the scenario of like my borrower is available in two days. So it's either or, you know, it could be like now, 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 or it could be like we have a couple of days. So it varies. Are there any special skills you need for this? The biggest requirement and the only requirement is having your notary commission. So at the base of it, you know, you got to get your notary. If you're one of the, in the, in one of the 25% of states, and there's 13 states that require a course and a test. So if you're in those states, you got to be able to pass your notary commission is my point, right? So that's the skill set. Number two, the only other skill set really is just, I, I tell people the biggest skill set you need is the ability to pay attention to detail. The reason a signing agent gets paid as well as we do is because it is such an integral part of the loan process. 
one missed signature can hold up a funding. I mean, you know that, you know, you buy and sell real estate. So if a notary like forgets a signature on the mortgage or deed, like funding stops. So if the biggest skill set you need is just your ability to pay attention to detail. And then outside of that, I guess another big thing that you need, I don't know if it's a skill set, is transportation. Because remember, once again, we work around the borrower's schedule. You know, so if borrower's like, look, I'm available at my office, like you got to be able to drive there. <laughs> so getting a note of commission is a skill set, being a pay attention to details is a skill set. And then obviously transportation is another requirement that I would say one would need to have. How about like a super duper printer? Oh, great question, man. Yeah, no, seriously. Yeah, no, great, great question. Uh, yes, you need, a, you need a printer, a dual trade printer that prints legal and letter. Now, if you work directly with escrow title companies, you can pick up the docs from their location already pre-printed. If you work for signing services, like I mentioned earlier, where they find notaries via location, you have to get those docs emailed and printed. So yes, you need a dual tray laser printer. Here's a little nugget of some people are trying to figure out how to do this on cells, which I totally recommend. You can't be inkjet. So an inkjet printer is actually illegal for our business because inkjet, here's a little bit of printer knowledge. Inkjet printers, the ink stays on top of the paper where laser jet, it goes into the paper, if that makes sense. So it does need to be a laser jet printer recommended to get a dual tray because you need to print legal and letter size paper. How much does a good one cost if you're going to be doing this a couple times a week? Yeah. So I, there's actually one that I recommend. It's a brother to all of my students. That's about $250 and their cartridges come. The first cartridge comes to that. Off the top of my head, it prints about 8,000 pages. And then you can get like the Cadillac of printers, you know, that go up to like a thousand bucks and you can get that cost down to like three cents a sheet. But yeah, I usually recommend starting with the mid tier and uh, a a brother HP, anyone in that ballpark is, is a pretty good one to recommend. Gotcha. So, so, the, so you have a very minimal cost here really to get it, get started. And then a, a cost per page that comes. So your costs associated with these signings is a couple miles driving and then some paper and, and, and ink. I couldn't have said it better That's myself. Not it. That's literally it. And then Pretty gas, easy. then gas getting to and from the appointment as well. Yep. Um, but yeah, it would be cost to print. It'd be transportation, uh, gas costs. And there's a few other ancillary items you would need, which is something called errors and emissions insurance, which is only a couple hundred bucks a year. It's like $20 a month. When you get your notary commission, you need to file a bond. Uh, but yeah, man, like I said, it's the best kept biz, uh, uh, secret in real estate because the minimal startup cost is insane. It's, it's basically a notary commission, some insurance, which is a ton of money, and a printer. And you're off to the races. It's just the skill set of knowing where a borrower needs a signed date or initial is the skill set either someone can learn on their own or they can go through a course. It's, it's one or the other. So it sounds like the startup costs, you can, unless you go with the $1,000 Cadillac printer, right. you can get started all in for what, $500, $1,000? Absolutely. 100% you can. You're making that back in like four or five jobs. Yeah. I mean, and we're independent contractors for many business owners. So that's all tax deductions, right? So yes, it just gets better and better and better. So you're hundred percent right. You know what I will kind of touch on, you know, so everyone gets a really good picture of a signing agent is your fees vary from 75 up to 200. So why they vary is a signing service. So the way the signing service stays in business, right? They're for profit, obviously, if they're the ones farming the business from the escrow company, they take a little bit of the signing fee. So depending what signing service you work for, if the signing fee is $150 that escrow is paying the signing service, the signing service will pay you, the notary, $100, and they'll keep $50. Sometimes you'll find signing companies will take $75 and pay you $75. And then if you learn to bypass the signing service, you can keep the whole $150. So 
I say a range so people understand realistically, like because there's, there's different avenues of getting business. And I want everyone to understand that, you know, it could be as low and this is a podcast and no one can see my air quotes. <laughs> I say as low as $75 because I would still argue $75 for an hour appointment is pretty amazing. But yes, yeah, so it could be $75 if you work through a signing service or you can keep the whole fee $150 to $200 depending what the title company is paying. Well, I don't make $75 an hour right now. So that's, uh, you know, not bad. The best kept secret in the real estate industry. I keep telling everybody. Okay. So how long does it take? I'm going to get my signing license, my signing agent certificate. What is that? So once again, you, the notary commission comes from your state. So that usually takes, uh, depending on if you're in a state that requires a course, if you're one of the 75% of the states that don't, that can be like two weeks from the application into when you get it. Right. Okay. So once that gets done, because that comes from the state itself, then it's just the learning curve of learning where a borrower needs a signed date or initial. You know, full disclosure, you can learn that on your own. Like you don't need a course or a mentor. You can go get your parents' loan documents or your friends' loan documents from their purchase or refinance, study those, learn where they need a date, sign initial, and that's the skill set. So, you know, there is a learning curve of making sure you understand where the borrower needs a date, sign initial each paperwork. Because as you know, Mindy, who's owned many homes, you know, the loan documents are anywhere between 100 and 150 pages. One missed initial could throw the deal. And if you mess up a deal, obviously you're not going to get called back for business again. So it's pretty important that you learn this skill set of where they need to sign, where they need to date, where they need to initial, what forms they need to fill out. You know, there's insurance forms and et cetera that they need to fill out. And your job as a signing agent is to make sure all those are done at the closing in order for the escrow and title to fund the loan on time. So everybody's happy in the transaction. So that learning curve differs for everybody, I guess, is the point I'm trying to make. You know, I have some students who can learn that in a day. It takes some students two weeks or 30 days. It all just kind of depends, you know, what your learning curve is. And that's, everybody's different on that standpoint. When it comes to, you know, let's say I'm, I'm making $50,000 a year at my full-time job, right? And I'm going to, I'm excited about this. I'm like, okay, I can drop $1,000 into this and pay off a lot of debt and make a lot of extra side money. How many nights in a given week, you know, let's say, let's say I'm in Denver, like a, a top 30 city That's in the country, right? right? Uh-huh. Population. How many nights per week? And then how many appointments per weekend day could I kind of max out at? Yeah. I mean, honestly, you're full disclosure here. Obviously it's like any business. If you're a good real estate agent, it's all about the, the leads coming in. Right. So mm-hmm. once you learn how to get the leads, which is as important as doing the closing itself, right? These signing services are best way of free lead gen just because you live by the location. But the point I'm trying to make is, you know, it's all about lead generation. So if you're asking me how many signings you can do, that's just based upon how many hours you can fit in a day. Literally. I mean, at the peak of my business, I've been doing this for 16 years. So I was around during the boom, which was crazy. I was literally doing two signings at the same time, running back from office to office because there wasn't enough notaries because there were so many appointments going in. So I can literally do 10 to 15 a day. I mean, in the evenings, it's usually you can do a five o'clock appointment, a seven o'clock appointment and a nine o'clock appointment. Cause then anything after nine gets a little awkward. <laughs> like, can I come to your house at 11 PM? Sir? <laughs> <laughs> so usually in the evenings you can do a five, seven and nine, if you're a good signing agent. And then during the days you can do as, as many as you can, you know, schedule out for yourself. But I think the bigger point that I, I want to make Scott to your question is like, this isn't some weird little scam niche no one's ever heard of. Every mortgage in Denver needs a signing agent. Like, that's not an exaggeration. So 
you can be as busy as the market is in Denver. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. And I would guess, and I don't know this, but I would guess in Denver, in a major metropolitan area, there has to be thousands of refinances and mortgages or purchases closing every single day. I mean, hundreds at the minimum, right? Mm-hmm. Along the greater Denver area. I mean, so you can, there's so much opportunity for signing agents because we just ride the tail of the mortgage officer and the real estate agent. And yep. in a major market like yours, man, I, there's notaries doing amazing. In fact, some of my best students are in Denver doing eight, ten thousand dollars a month in signing agent income because you guys are specifically one of the best markets. So, but yeah, man, I mean, it, you, we are in conjunction with the market. Rates are down, which the Fed just announced, and not they don't plan on raising rates for the rest of the year. I read an article on Mortgage Daily today that rates are going to drop again. So I'm expecting another refi boom, like a lot of LOs are, and so signing agents are needed on every single one of those transactions. I mean, I get so excited talking about this because like this opportunity is under everybody's nose. Every real estate agent I talk to is like, man, I didn't realize the notary is making 200 bucks for an hour. I'm like, yeah, it's on every closing disclosure, a line item, notary fee. <laughs> you know what I mean? When I talked to Mindy, she was like, I, I, just, I never thought about it. And I said, yeah, it's like, it's awesome. This show is sponsored by Airbnb. Did you know that a long time ago, before I ever started my real estate business, I turned one of my first primary residences into an Airbnb? And that's the extra income that I needed from Airbnb that gave me the confidence to go out and work for myself and eventually quit my nine to five job. And now I have dozens of Airbnbs all over the country. I've even partnered up with the old David Green on a recent property in Scottsdale to take our portfolio to the next level. And of course, we host it on Airbnb. But you don't need to be a full-time real estate investor to start on Airbnb. As a matter of fact, I was self-managing 10 properties while working my 9-to-5 job, so I know anybody can do it. Think about it this way. You're looking for extra income and going on a vacation. Wouldn't it be great to rent out your space and let your property pay for itself while you're gone? I did this one time. I pitched my wife and my roommate because we were house hacking on the idea of renting out our home, and it paid for all of our expenses on a trip to Mexico City. So go and give it a try. It might just change your life just like it did mine. And I really do mean that. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Real estate investing is great, but for some, the tenant phone calls and clogged toilets aren't all that attractive. So how do you invest in real estate without getting your hands dirty? Invest for truly passive income with Pine Financial Group. Pine's mortgage fund offers an 8% preferred return and an attractive profit split with 70% of profits going to the investors. You'll earn passive income by participating in lending to house flippers. And it's secure because senior lien holders, that's you, get paid first. Their rigorous underwriting process and the backing of the physical asset provide additional security in case of borrower default. Plus, by investing with Pine Financial Group, you contribute to the revitalization of communities by redirecting your funds from Wall Street to Main Street, supporting local economies, and generating profits simultaneously. This investment is reserved for accredited investors. But if you are not accredited, Pine Financial has options for you too. Don't miss this opportunity to back Main Street over Wall Street and start earning passive real estate income. Learn more about investing with Pine at pinefinancialgroup.com slash BP. That's pinefinancialgroup.com slash BP. Listen up, business owners. Here's some quick math. Fewer costs equals more profit. The problem? You're spending more than ever on operations, materials, deliveries, software, and more. So why not reduce your costs and headaches with NetSuite by Oracle? 
NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, and HR into one platform and one source of truth. NetSuite lives in the cloud, which means you can reduce IT costs with no hardware required. Cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because now you've got one unified business management suite. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. It makes sense that over 37,000 companies have already made the move to NetSuite. Don't let rising costs sink your business's growth. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com slash bpmoney. That's netsuite.com slash bpmoney. netsuite.com slash bpmoney. You're trying to close on your next rental, so why is your insurance company dragging its feet? With long lead times and never-ending paper forms, it's no wonder it takes forever to finally get a policy. Modern investors deserve better. They deserve Steadily.com. At Steadily.com, you'll get fast, affordable landlord insurance available online 24-7 in just a few clicks. You can even get next-day coverage, which takes just minutes, by the way, to obtain. And you can do it all from your phone. Steadily was founded by landlords who created insurance products tailored to the unique needs of this industry. It's their sole focus, and that's why landlords nationwide consistently rate them 4.8 out of 5 stars. So whether you've got a single-family, short-term, or multifamily portfolio, Steadily.com can secure the best coverage at the best price to protect your properties. Discover how Steadily can save you both time and money on your rental property insurance. Visit Steadily.com for a commitment-free quote tailored to your needs today. Yeah. So who does this not work for? Because this sounds like I get really excited about things super easy. And this sounds amazing. I know where you're supposed to sign. You sign. <laughs> where Basically, there's a line. You have to put something on it. Your signature, a little short one is an initial, you know, one with slashes is a date. Who would be bad at this job? Who doesn't this work for? Who's not an ideal candidate for this position? I mean, like I said in the beginning, I mean, honestly, the biggest job description is being paid attention to detail. I mean, some people just aren't attention detail people. It's not a race. You know, some notaries try to think it's a race to get in out or, you know, they're just don't super pay attention to detail. They're not scanning the page. So honestly, you know, the biggest thing to anyone is like, you just got to make sure you have the skill set of paying attention to detail. And that sounds like easy until you have 150 pages and you missed one initial on page 79 and the loan doesn't close on time. So that is probably the most important thing that I'd get across to anybody who is listening said, I mean, this sounds interesting is you got to pay attention to detail on a macro answer. Every state uh, has a background check. And so you have to pass your state's background check to become a notary. And you know, every state has their different requirements. So I don't want to make a blanket statement for all 51. And I say 51 because uh, district of Columbia has their own notary commission. So every 51, Notary has their own background checks requiring different things. But what I can say blanketly is you can't have a felony on your background to get approved. So obviously a felony, you shouldn't probably apply. Now, after 10 years, some states allow it to expunge after 10 years. Once again, I don't want to get that detailed, but the blanket same as felonies. And the, but the biggest point is like you're signing a financial contract on the behalf of a lender. And so you just got to make sure like, you know, there can be a sneaky little initial in the middle of the note that they want you to show that recognizes that's an adjustable rate mortgage. And if you miss that little initial in the middle page of the note, the loan doesn't fund, then, you know, you probably won't get business again. So paying attention to detail is honestly the most important skill set to have. 
but the cool thing, it's like riding a bike, right? Like once you start getting the flow of it, you're going to be good. But in the beginning, it's going to be a little nerve wracking of like, okay, did I miss an initial? Did I miss a signature? But no, after five or 10 signings, it's like, okay, I'm off to the races. I'm good to go. But in the beginning, you know, a lot of my feedback is like, man, Mark, I was so nervous. I missed an initial one. And that's just kind of because, you know, lots riding on it. Is there a minimum age? Do you have to be like 18 or 21 or 25? I'm assuming, and now I'm not even sure. I'm assuming you have to be 18, but... The only requirement is getting a notary commission. So each state is different. So each, okay. I believe, once again, I want my feet held to the fire. So I was like, District Columbia is 19. I believe <laughs> every state is 18 is the minimum to get your commission. So once you have your commission, because once again, a signing agent is nothing more than a notary public who knows loan documents. The state doesn't teach the loan document training. They teach the notary training. So only requirements getting that notary commission and then like I've been saying, you can learn the loan document training on your own, or you can work with someone to teach you the loan document training. So the only real requirement I'll keep going back to, which is the truth, and that is having a notary, a notary um, commission. Okay, so I am in high school. I don't know what I want to do when I grow up. I hit 18. I can go out and get my notary commission, which is let's say two weeks. How long is the course? You said California is the most strict. What is that like a one week course, a month course, a year course? Like I'm clearly not a yeah, notary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's six hours. Six <laughs> hours? <laughs> yeah, literally. It's a six hour course and it's a 30 question test after in which you can miss nine questions of that test. So oh my God. Terribly. And California okay. is the hardest, by the way. It's like the hardest. I'm the hardest. Air quotes, even though this is a podcast. So it's really super simple. And literally six hours is the longest and California is one of the few that require an in-person course. But a lot of the other states are all online. Like here's a notary handbook, read the notary handbook, take the quiz. Right. Okay. So, so that's the easy part. So I am of whatever minimum age, let's say 18. If it's 19, let's say that I am of whatever minimum age I go and I get my notary. Mm-hmm. Then I am allowed to be a signing yeah, agent. Literally. So- like, I can just make sure people sign. So, and I brought you on because you have a course that teaches people how to be a signing agent. And you've said that you don't have to take the course. You can go and figure it out yourself. How long is your course? My course is six hours. So with my course, you know, you get a set of loan documents I give you, and then I walk you through each of those set of loan documents. Once again, full disclosure, I try to help as many people as I can. You can get like your family, your parents' loan docs if you're 18, you know, but even if you're, you know, a 30 year old gentleman or lady and you want to get your, you don't own a home, you can get your friend's loan docs, study those. So, you know, obviously you got to know where people need a sign date and initial. And if there is a hard part about this, Mindy and Scott, I always tell people speaking mortgage is like speaking Spanish. You got to learn a new language, right? So some people know what an arm is or a HELOC or adjustable rate mortgage or PITI. So just learning some of the knowledge is the learning curve I spoke about earlier. You know, I mean, the reason we get get paid as well as we do is because a lot rides on a perfectly executed signing. And part of that signing entails knowing what definitions are, knowing what you're looking at, you know, being able to guide a borrower through a document. And that only comes if you take the time to understand and learn. I mean, being a signing agent is like any skill. You can learn it if you want to learn it. You know, it's like, it's like, like mortgage officer. You can become a mortgage officer with zero background in mortgage. And then someone's going to teach you and take you through it. Right. And then there's entry level real estate agent positions, you know, so being a signing agent is just as easy as, okay, 
Can you help me guide me through this learning curve? But like I said, full disclosure, I want to come on and let everybody know you don't need a course to do this. You know, you can tackle this learning curve on your own. You know, I always tell people you can learn to play basketball on your own. It just make might your learning curve will be shortened and your goals of success will be great. And if you actually work with the coach, so but yeah, you can totally just grab a set of loan docs, get your notary commission, go out and, and kind of figure this out on your own. Or Okay. Are signing agents necessary for other loans or is it just for mortgages? I, I mean, I stay in my lane. So, you know, I, okay. no, there's something called general notary work. Uh, GNW is in what they say in the industry. So there's other ways to make money with your notary commission. I don't teach that because I'm not expert in it, but there are, there's a ton of ways to make money with your uh, notary commission outside of loan signings. But the loan signing is the most lucrative way to make money with that commission. Okay. So what kind of salary are you seeing here? Yeah. You know, I don't like the word salary, Mindy, because this is a real business. Just like if you're a real estate agent, you have to learn how to go out and get the home buyers or home sellers to represent. Being a signing agent is not any different. The difference is you have to learn how to go out and get the signing appointment. So I know notary signing agents who do this full time who are making $17,000, $15,000 a month. I know signing agents who do it a thousand dollars a month because they only want a thousand dollars a month because they're part-time signing agents. So they have great full-time jobs. So I just don't like the word salary. And I want to make sure everyone who's listening to this podcast knows that this is a business and you know, you need to go out and learn the different avenues of getting business. But at the end of the day, a signing appointment, you get paid anywhere from $75 to $200, depending where you farm it. If you use a middleman or a signing service, they will pay you $125 to $75 for that appointment. If you go out and get the business yourself directly through a mortgage professional, like a family real estate agent friend, you keep the full 200. So, you know, the amount of money one can make, I really tell my students, like any business is all about the effort you put into it. You know, this isn't some weird money falls out of the sky. And I try to be fully transparent with all my students. But the coolest part is so many people, and I apologize, I keep saying this, but it really is true. It's the best kept secret in real estate is, so many people always focus on being a real estate agent and not even realize these, every real estate agent needs a notary. <laughs> Everyone focuses on being a mortgage officer instead of being the notary for the mortgage officer, right? So many people focus on being an escrow officer instead of focusing on being the notary for the escrow officer. And because everyone's focused on different parts, the signing agent field is wide open for anybody. I mean, it just seems like an incredible side hustle to go to go after, and then with opportunity to scale into full time work, obviously. Like, like compared with, as you just mentioned, an agent, right? Because if I'm going to be an agent, that's a big. There's a, there's a lot of hours, at least in Colorado, to be to get your license, and then getting someone to actually walk them through buying a property is not as like easy as. Well, some people make it out to be. Most <laughs> agents don't make very much money. But this, you know, there's no there's no curve. You just kind of get in, you get that first job, right? Even through one of these services for 75 bucks, make your contact a couple of contacts, and then it sounds like you could just set these appointments. You don't have to go through the process of curating business for an, an agent over the course of a month to close a property or for months or years or whatever, or whatever. You just Grab a couple. Man, you, I could have said it any better. Get a couple going and then you can scale up. <laughs> exactly right. And, and like most, like I said in the beginning of the show, you know, most signing agents are part-time and the ones who really get it and it clicks, scale the full-time. So you're exactly right. You know, some people it doesn't really click, you know, but some it clicks and like sky's the limit. I'm out. I'm going to build this to $10,000 a month. I can encourage everyone out there, get an order commission, learn how to use the signing services. We all have a friend who's in real estate. Is that a safe assumption to make? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I would say that I've got more than, yeah. and so <laughs> more each, than one. one. Each of those real estate agents can be like, 
Mindy is my notary on this file. Like, so that's literally the power. The real estate agent is the top of the food chain, right? Just like they can pick their escrow company. Like they can pick their TC, like they can pick their title company. Like they can pick their handyman. A real estate agent can be like, my friend, Mindy, my friend, Scott is going to be the signing agent on this who makes $150, $200, whatever the signing fee is. You know, a lot of real estate agents don't even know the power that they have. And then sometimes I tell newer signing agents, just let your friend know that they can use you as a signing agent. It's literally that easy. So yes, I mean, getting business, honestly, is, is sometimes as easy as, hey, my high school friend of 20 years who's also a real estate agent, I got my notary commission. I won't be your signing agent on, the, on your next closing. And like Scott said, you make a contact through that, you know, and that real estate agent knows an escrow title officer that that deal's going through. And then you make a bridge to the title officer or escrow officer. And now you have a tunnel of business just flowing right in. So Scott, you nailed it, man. It's all about just getting those contacts and then just kind of riding the wave of I'm good at what I do. Yeah. I mean, it just seems like you do five appointments a week. You make between 500 and a thousand dollars. And that's a really good living right there. On top of everything else, you, you know, right. on top of everything else, you know, that, that's how you knock out that extra bit of debt and get back to zero or, or save up enough for that first rental property. And the crazy part, Scott, is a notary is being hired on every single signing. I mean, a closing transaction in Denver. Like, this isn't some weird to kind of work sometimes or not. Like, every mortgage transaction in Denver, there's a notary who don't even know exists is crushing it. And it's not because it, this niche is weird. It's just because you don't know about it. Right? Or you haven't focused the time to understand it. And that's all I'm trying to do. And I think that's what you guys are doing with this podcast today is like, you know, if you're in California, you're in Oregon, like this exists, you know? But yeah, like you said, man, I think, I think the wheels are turning for you. And it's something that you don't need to quit your full time job to do. I mean, even if you did two a month, I still your car payment. Yeah. Okay. So this exists in all 50 states plus DC. So 51 different places you can do this. What I love most about this is not. Well, like, let, me, let, me, let me stop you right there because I think that you made a oh. very important distinction. Ooh, so, ooh, okay. Very good, very good. So in our country, and, and we have attorney states and escrow states. I'm, you're probably aware okay. of that. Okay, right? Yes. So mainly on the East Coast is a lot of your attorney states. West Coast and anything west of the Mississippi is basically all escrow states and everything east of the Mississippi is like 50-50 escrow and attorney states. So in attorney states, Attorneys handle the majority of the trend. Like they are also the notary. So okay. The most of the majority of the transactions. So the business is there in every state. It is way easier. It's a lot, there's more plentiful is a better word in escrow states than they are attorney states. And I can give you a list of that in the show notes if you'd like a, a link to that. Um, oh, that'd be great. Yeah. Can, and I, can you just rattle off a couple of the high population states that maybe it's a little less... Like, hey, this might be a little more challenging for you if you're in New York. I don't know. Great question. So here is, I'll give you a more macro answer because I get this all the time. The best three states are the most popular states in the country, which is Florida, Texas, and California. Those are three escrow states. So if, you're an escrow, if you live in Florida, Texas, California, which is a good chance because it's like 40% of the country, <laughs> um, <laughs> golden, right? the most populated attorney state is actually New York. But a lot of your smaller states are attorney states like New Hampshire, Connecticut, Boston, or Massachusetts. So a lot of those are attorney states. Now, those attorneys handle it during the day, but they still need signing agents to do it in the evenings or you can handle out-of-state returns, out-of-state signing. So, but I'm glad you brought that up, Mindy. So escrow states is the majority of states in this country. And it's, it's like 
if they fall off, every mortgage needs one. In an attorney state, it basically happens after hours versus in hours. Okay, that's yeah. fair. I like that almost anybody can do this. But what I really like about this, this idea is that you're not sinking $10,000 into this to discover that you hate it. That's right. You're sinking a few hundred, maybe a thousand. If you get like the super printer, which you don't even recommend, I wouldn't recommend either to get some big super printer to discover <laughs> that you hate it. So get this brother printer that laser only, yes. but you're sinking this money in. You can make all your money back in just a few signings and then discover, you know what? It's not for me. So you're not like upside down on this side hustle in a way to, you know, now I've got to do this for a month to get my stuff back or, or get my money back. Or now I've got to do it for a year. I'm stuck with this. It just, like you said, it's the best kept secret. It just seems like a no brainer to try it out. If you've got debt, if you want to accelerate your financial independence journey, if you want, I mean, if you can read and have a car <laughs> and a laser printer right. and a notary commission and some pens and paper. And you know, yeah, like, kind of echoing, I'm sorry, Scott. <laughs> no, no, go ahead. I just got to echo Mindy's statement. And, you know, I even tell some people that, you know, friends or family or whatnot, that it's just a good skill set to have. So let's say you sink in $500 into it and you do five closings a year. Like once you learn the skill set, like it, it, you're, you're good, right? I mean, the notary commission in most states lasts four years. That's almost a standard term. They're never 12 months. They're usually two years to four years, and, and four years is almost the norm. So once you've your notary commission, it's good for four years. Then you have the skill set that takes you, let's say it takes you a couple of weeks to get through your learning curve. And then, you know, you got a best friend who is a real estate agent and they do four deals a year, let's just say. And you do those four deals a year for the next four years. Like it's just something that I think almost everybody should have in their back pocket. It's like, dude, I'm a notary. I know how to do some mortgage closings and, and maybe I get a phone call once a month. It's like, to me, it's like, it's, it's even more macro than just trying to make extra income. Now it's just something you can have in your back pocket as an income generating tool. And you can almost just do the learning curve and be like eight months from now. Oh, you know what? I'm a notary. I can do a signing aid. I can do your signing. If you meet a mortgage officer at a bar, you know what I mean? And so it's almost even more awesome than just, it's just something else that you have in your financial tool kit to create income for yourself on something that has to happen on every single mortgage. What, what a good alternative to driving for Uber or dog walking or handyman work or whatever it is that you're thinking about doing as a moonlighting activity after hours, right? If you're working a job or starting up, you know, just going out on your own and figuring something out. What a good alternative to those other things. I mean, it's just great. Yeah, no, I mean, a lot of our students are Uber drivers, by the way. They find out from like, oh gosh, well, I can do this also. I'm already driving. You know what I mean? So, I mean, there's some signing agents who actually have portable printers, believe it or not. So they have portable printers in their car. They get a, they get a text for an assignment from one of these signing services we speak of. They print them in the backseat of their car and they're off to the appointment. The title company gives you a FedEx slip to FedEx those docs back. That's not coming out of the signing agent's pocket. So they do the signing, they print them in their car and they go to FedEx and bada bing, they make 75 to hundred bucks for that deal. And they move on. This happens every single day, thousands of times a day in our country. And people are just like, whoa, <laughs> you know? I need to go get my notary license. Yeah. <laughs> my Especially notary someone, commission. You know, I'm pretty sure you may know <laughs> a real estate agent or two or a hundred. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I do. Scott, you going to go get your uh, notary commission? Yeah, probably right tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> 
I know a guy if you need any help with that learning nice. curve. <laughs> ah, nice. Okay. Is there anything else that we should know about this thing that hasn't been already covered about becoming a signing agent and going down this path? Yeah. So and the, the biggest thing I want to hammer home to everybody is that you can literally do this on your own. It, you know, you could pick up a set of loan documents, get your notary commission, pick up a set of loan documents, figure out where Barney's assigned date and initial. In fact, I have a fairly large YouTube channel that gives a bunch of free videos on how you could do this on your own. After you go to my YouTube channel, which is loan signing system, uh, you can literally be a signing agent with the information you get there. I have hundreds of videos. So you, this is something you can do on your own. You don't need a course. You know, I do have a course, Scott, you know, so I just tell my students, like, if you need that extra handholding, if you need someone to really shorten that learning curve, I would love to be a help to you. But I don't want anybody listening to this podcast thinking like you have to take a course. The only thing you have to do is get your notary commission. Everything else you can kind of learn on the fly. You know, I will say that, you know, your learning curve will be short. And if you follow someone who's doing what you want to, what you've done, what's the saying? The best way to get successful is copy someone who is successful. So I have a course on, you know, how to get the business, how to do the signing. Um, but those are all things, like I said, full transparency, Scott, Mindy, you can learn on your own. I mean, from this, this podcast, you can figure out the, to get your notary commission, sign up for signing services, just Google signing services. And you'll get a list of them. There's literally hundreds. You're going to Google it and you're like, oh my gosh, there are these many companies making money in this niche. You're like, yes, there are. <laughs> so um, yeah. Well, where can folks find this, find this stuff? What is your YouTube channel and what is your website? Yeah. So loan signing system on YouTube, search that that's the channel. Um, my course is loansigningsystem.com. Once again, I have countless blogs on it. So if you want to do more research, I'll give you guys a link to maybe a bigger podcast link, special link to where people can get, if they're interested, they can get more information specifically on, you know, kind of the steps to become a signing agent. I have a checklist of what it takes to be a successful signing agent. I give away for free being a signing agent. I'm just doing my best to let as many people know that this is the best kept secret in the real estate industry. And whether you take my course or not, I'm rooting for you. I want you to go out. You know, if you get a signing in Denver, it doesn't hurt me in San Diego. Like this is one of the amazing things where I'm just trying to speak from pedestal because no one else has as far as this idea that people just haven't heard of it. So loansendingsystem.com is my a training course. Loansending system is my YouTube channel. I'm on all the social media channels, as you can imagine, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn. Um, I try to give away as much free information as I possibly can to help you on your journey. And then if you decide that you want your help from an expert, I would love to help. But if not, I mean, I'm rooting for you and you need nothing but a notary commission. This has been fantastic. I've been in real estate since almost before Scott was born. <laughs> and I have never, I mean, I've heard, I've, I've used these people, but I don't, like, I don't really pay attention. I'm just signing, you know, like a thousand times over and over initial here and sign there and whatever. And I didn't really realize that they made $200 a pop. I'm not making $200 a pop now. So this just seems like a no brainer. I mean, what's the downside? It costs you $500. You invest $500 uh -huh. in this, but then you go do two or four or six signings and then you've got that all back. So and you have a skill set for the next four years until your commission expires. <laughs> you know? so and you have a skill set for the next four years. Should you fall on hard times? Should something happen? Should you find some debt that you need to pay off? Should, you know, whatever. Life doesn't always follow the path that you set out for it. And having a backup plan is just never a bad idea. I love it. Mark, thank you so much for your time today. This was super awesome. 
I'm super pumped. I am like honored and, and, and stoked to be here. So honestly, thank you. I, if you can't tell, I can talk about this all day. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I appreciate you both, Scott and Mindy. And honestly, you need anything, any help? I'm a call away. Awesome. Okay. We will include all of these links in the show notes for this show. Uh, Mark from LoanSigningSystem.com. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Awesome. Thank Bye. You, okay, Scott, that was fantastic. What did you think? I thought it was great. I thought that, um, you know, there's a lot of different ways to go about this, right? And and this is not this is not to detract from the importance of saving money, uh, working at your career, building an investment philosophy that is capable of, built, of sustaining financial independence. But this is a great, it seems like, side hustle. Man, I wish that, you know, like when I started out, I was working a full-time job at uh, uh, Dish Network, right? And a- after hours, I would try things like tutoring or driving for Uber, or start a t-shirt company, all these things that were like very close to minimum wage or not scalable, like just obviously bad ideas that, that wouldn't work. Maybe maybe your t-shirt company will work if you're listening and thinking about a t-shirt company. Mine didn't. But like this would have been a pretty good alternative. Man, I could have made a couple of extra thousand bucks without too much work or you know, at a, at a reasonable hourly rate if, if, I was gonna, if I was thinking about saving up a little bit extra money and maybe accelerating that first home purchase. So I think it's got a great application across a lot of areas for people. Yeah. Reasonable hourly rate. I don't know what you're making, Scott, but I'm not making 200 bucks an hour over here. I think it's uh, more than a reasonable hourly rate. And, you know, I think that we didn't ask this question in the, in the, during the episode, but I would imagine that as you become more well-known to the people that you're signing for, the mortgage companies, the uh, signing services, as you become reliable, they'll call you first. I can just imagine your stock going up with this company every single time you do a loan closing, you do it right, and you do it on time. Hey, can you be here at two? Sure can. You get there at 155 instead of 215. You're all ready to go. You rock it out. I'm sure they have some sort of like, hey, borrower, how did you like their service? Hey, they were great or, oh, they were awful. You know, I just think that this is super, super easy and super easy to get started. I mean, the whole low cost of entry blows my mind. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's certainly not the path to millions, but it is definitely, I mean, what a great way to side hustle and what a, and what a, like a good backup plan. If you are thinking about maybe kind of starting a business or doing something else, you know, what a great source of income while you kind of make that transition. You know, right. it's, not, it's not like you're going to like be driving for, again, driving for Uber, which is, which is fine. It's just uh, effectively minimum wage, you know, after ex- expenses there. And this seems like it's got a much, much greater potential. It really does. Okay. Should we get out of here, Scott? Let's do it. From episode 74 of the Bigger Pockets Money podcast, this is Mindy Jensen and Scott Trench, and we are signing off. Get it? Get it? Come on, you should love it. Signing off. It's a show about signing. Oh my gosh, yes. Oh, you're so quick with them, but you I don't get them when I say that it. That one, yeah. Oh, that was great. I know, I'm very clever. Yay, oh. I win. Okay, bye. The market is changing, and finding your way can be tricky. Rates shift, headlines whirl, but your goal hasn't changed. 
You want financial freedom. And the best investors know it's not about timing the market. It's about time in the market. If you're ready to get into real estate investing or take it to the next level, finding an investor-friendly agent is your next step. With BiggerPockets Agent Finder, you can find the right agent in minutes. Just head to biggerpockets.com slash deals, enter a few details about what and where you want to buy, and boom, instantly matched with an investor-friendly agent who fits the bill. These local market experts can help you navigate the neighborhoods, analyze the numbers, and take action with confidence once and for all. This free resource is only available at biggerpockets.com slash deals. Get an agent, get the deal, and get closer to financial freedom at biggerpockets.com slash deals. That's biggerpockets.com slash deals to find your investor-friendly agent today. The content of this podcast is for informational purposes only. Past performance is not indicative of future results, and all host and participant opinions are their own. Investment in any asset, real estate included, involves risk. Use your best judgment and consult with qualified advisors before investing. Only risk capital you can afford to lose. Bigger Pockets LLC disclaims all liability for direct, indirect, consequential, or other damages arising from reliance upon information presented in this podcast.